Great to have your company on this Friday the 13th of September. Yes, it's Friday the 13th. Ooh, there are, there are many theories, actually, as to why Friday the 13th is considered unlucky. It goes back centuries and centuries, so it's a bit unclear. But what I can tell you is that Friday the 13th actually happens at least once every year. It can happen up to three times in the same year. We've had two of them this year, September, so today, and then again in December. And for those playing at home, we've got another two in 2020, March and November, and then only one in 2021 and 2022. But there's no doubt it's considered a spooky day. So I thought we'd do a bit of a spooky interview to mark the occasion. Deb Randall is an experienced tour guide at the Q Station, the old North Head quarantine station in Sydney, widely considered one of the most haunted sites in Australia, and Deb joins me on the line. Good evening to you. Good evening, Luke. Thanks for having me on. Happy Friday the 13th. And the same to you. <laughs> Give us a bit of a bit of an overview of the history of the quarantine station. When was it in operation and what was its purpose? Well, the station itself dates all the way back to 1828. Um, that was when the very first ship that quarantined itself here uh, stopped because they had a few convicts on board suffering from smallpox mm. and um, over the years, over about the next 10 years, the site gradually developed where they started to add buildings and um, they declared it an official quarantine station by that stage. Um, and so it was obviously to stop migrant ships coming into uh, Sydney mm. that were bringing infectious disease on board. So um, nasty diseases like the bubonic plague, Spanish influenza, um, scarlet fever, mm. They also had uh, others like typhus spread by lice, typhoid fever, cholera, diphtheria, foot and mouth, yellow fever. You can pretty well, you know, <laughs> the medical give you alphabet. An endless list, yes, of all the diseases that came out. So they um, didn't want these diseases to wipe out the population, of course, no. in the colony as it was known back then. Um, and so boats had to stop for a period of approximately 40 days. That was the average. Um, and it could vary depending on which disease was involved. Well, there you go. So, so many, many people, thousands of people over all those years, about 150 years, came to the quarantine station. They were very, very sick, and it was a very important uh, part of Australia, I suppose. But, of course, a lot of those people then, sadly, passed away. That's right. Well, according to the records, 580 ships were quarantined here over a 156-year period. Mm -hmm. And with the first nine years of the records missing, we uh, believe that the figure should be much higher than the 572 burials that they have actually recorded. So uh, we think the further back in time you go, very likely the more people would have perished yes. due to the you know, lack of uh, treatments available, things like that. Um, and so, yeah, we think that 572 is just the minimum. Um, there's very likely many, many more buried here on the site, but we're never really going to know for sure. We will not, but uh, you run a lot of the tours there. And what do you say yes. to the sceptics who, who don't believe in ghosts or spirits? Can you put them wrong? <laughs> well, I would. Um, I often sort of feel the urge to say to people who are very sceptical and think that uh, we're making it all up that uh, they need to try and uh, get a job here for about six months <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and just see if they've changed their mind by the end of it. We've uh, had a few people come to work here who have been a little sceptical and they've thought, oh, tour guide job, that sounds like a job that would be fun. Mm. Uh, but within you know, a matter of two or three months, uh, they've suddenly completely changed their mind about uh, you know whether or not it's all pretend. <laughs> Can you tell us yes. about some of the more extreme experiences you've had? 
Oh, gee, there's been quite a few. I've been working here five years, mm-hmm. and over that time, I've definitely experienced enough. It's definitely got me convinced. It's definitely haunted. Um, things like, oh, probably one that's almost at the top there, I'd say, for uh, freaking out experiences, was in the old Gravedigger's Cottage, um, which is one of the oldest buildings on the site. It dates back to 1840. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in there one night uh, talking to a new guide I was training, and we were simply discussing the furniture that was... Uh, in the room down the back end of the building. It's an old sunroom. And as I was talking to him, there was about four other people walking around near us. And I suddenly started to feel the most heavy, intense, consistent pressure that started to push down on the top of my head and shoulders. It was extremely strong and it never stopped pushing the whole time. And I looked around at everyone's faces, expecting that they were going to look as shocked as I felt. I asked them, could they feel it? And they all said no. And uh, that was to my great surprise because I couldn't believe that I could be feeling something so intense and other people can't. And there's a common misperception, isn't there, that, that you don't necessarily need to see a ghost. You can, you can feel it. You can hear it. You can smell oh, it, look, the pressure, the, the temperature. Yep, that's right. There's so many different ways that um, people perceive the paranormal. And a lot of these happen on our tours. People have heard footsteps. They've felt touches, um, extreme changes in temperature where it suddenly plummets and grows icy cold. I've experienced that quite a bit myself. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people have heard voices speak directly into their ear. I've experienced that as well. And I'm not a crazy person who normally <laughs> hears voices. <laughs> but um, I did hear a very clear one um, Um, in the shower block one night. It was when I'd only been working here about 12 months. Um, I had a group of about 20 that night and most people had already entered the building and were down the back end. I came in with the last lady of the group and we were just finishing having a conversation when we reached the third cubicle in the centre aisle. And uh, as we just finished talking in this moment of silence between us, we heard a woman's voice between us say, Hello, I'm right here. And I was absolutely (laughs) thrilled by it. I was just so stoked to have had that experience. But the lady that was with me, the guest, let's just say she was not quite as thrilled. (laughs) I'd be out of there. (laughs) Now you run these... terrified. You run these tours all the time, but you've got some special tours coming up this Halloween season, the 25th of October to the 2nd of November. The Family Fright Night, which is for families, younger people aged 8 to 14. You can all go together. There's the Halloween Scream for people 15 plus who may not believe in ghosts but may want to have a bit of an adrenaline rush there. The ghostly encounters where you walk around the whole site via lantern light. That sounds good. And then the spirit investigator where you go out with ghost hunting equipment, which sounds fantastic. And the final one is the spirit searching sleepover. It runs on the third Friday of each month and you sleep over. I couldn't think of anything much worse than sleeping over there. Yeah, well, let's just say a lot of people don't sleep very much on on those nights. I think they leave one eye open as they look around. Fantastic. Well, you need to book online if you're interested in that. The website is qstation.com.au. That's over Halloween, but they've got the tours every day of the year as well. You'll be looked after by Deb Randall and the team. Deb, happy Friday the 13th and very much appreciate your time tonight. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Luke. something strange in your neighbourhood. Who you going to call? Something weird And it don't look good Who you gonna call